Alexa, what is the best podcast in the land? Here's pulling back the curtain podcast registered from Amazon Music. Playing the latest episode. This podcast is sponsored by Sumato Coffee. Sumato Coffee believes that coffee should be unique and high quality from bean to cup. Beyond that, it starts to become stale. At Sumato Coffee, they're incredibly concerned and transparent about when your coffee is roasted. That's why they put the roast date right on the bag. Pulling Back the Curtain podcast listeners receive a 20% discount off their order by using promo code BALLERSCOFFEE. To learn more about Sumato Coffee, please visit them at sumatocoffee.com. That's S-U-M-A-T-O-C-O-F-F-E-E.com. What's happening, people, and what you know good? We'd like to thank you for listening and spending your time with us. This is Pulling Back the Curtain Podcast, the most provocative, the most exciting, the baddest, baddest podcast in the land. We come with the dopest topics, hitting with the rawest opinion while giving you the straight-up facts. No fake news here. I'm Jules. Oppress. We give sight to the blind, ladies and gentlemen. On today's show, we pull back the curtain on the dangers of greed and much, much more. Press, what's poppin', baby? Hey, Jules, man, I'm good. And, and audience, man, we, oh, man, this this show this week on the heels of what happened with that damn submarine, Jules. Oh, man, man. bro. Crazy shit out here, bro. Oh, man, I, my heart's, man. Press, what do you say about that, man? I, I, got a, I, I got a lot because I don't really feel sorry for any of them people that was on that submarine. I'll tell you that much. It was one of them things like, I mean, it's like, why? You know? Thank you. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, it's messed up that it's, it's a, a tragic uh, incident, man. I, I, but it's like, what's the, what's the point, you know? It could like, have been avoided. <laughs> right. What, 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 especially, listen, Chris, I don't, I, well, I do know you. I'm not looking at this thing saying, I'm going to go two miles underneath water in this. I'm not, you know, I mean, some, I, I pretty, pretty much, if, if they can go back in time, I'm pretty sure somebody would say, nah, this, they have an eerie feeling about this. I don't yeah. think we should be going down there. You know, I, it's, I am just, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, man, it's messed up. So, and, and that's the thing. That's why I wanted to get into it because obviously today's show is talking about the dangers of greed because when I look at this situation, this isn't the only one. But okay. rich people out here in these streets, y'all need to figure out better ways to use your money because these people pay $250,000 each to die. They were yep. warned about safety issues. Okay. The guy that, that warned them, they fired them. Right, right. So it's like, what are we doing? Did you say, well, I don't need somebody, you know, telling me something that's, that's out of touch and this and that. And I'm like, but the guy was trying to save your lives. This damn submarine was made of somebody's fucking bathroom. And when I looked at the diagram of like how they were in there, Jules, they in there sitting Indian style. Nothing about that situation looked comfortable. No, no. And then when I saw what they were using to control the damn submarine, it was an Xbox controller. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. Press, I... I don't know what to say. Press, I don't know what to say, really. I, I just... It's, this is one of them things, like, yeah. My, my initial response 
why? I that's all I can say. And you know, my condolences, but it's I don't know. I feel sorry, and I, I will say I, I slightly take back what I said. I feel sorry for the 19-year-old kid that went there with his dad, and he mm-hmm. said he did that because he wanted to do it for his dad for Father's Day. Oh, the dad was super excited oh, about man. going on the submarine and seeing the Titanic, and the kid didn't really want to go. The aunt came out yesterday and was like, the kid was kind of terrified about doing it, and rightfully so. Yeah, I've been terrified I'd've too. Looked, yeah, I looked at that thing like, wait, we're going to be in there? <laughs> No, I'm no. Good. <laughs> listen, you have you have regular submarines imploded. Yes. You know, before technology got got better, when they first started making these subs, they was imploding all the time. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they but were. you're gonna take a something that's made in somebody's like somebody's crib with an Xbox controller and say, okay, we good, put some fans on it. Man, come on, man. Come on, that kid was right. Yeah, so he was one of he was one of the ones that was like, yeah. He's like, I don't know about this shit. Yeah. Meanwhile, the rest of them sit over here. Oh, we like to we like to have adventures, and we're adventurous because we like to set our money on fire. And, that, and that's and that's my thing, man. When I look at this situation, I look at it and I see it for what it is. White people have, don't know what to do with their damn money because you 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 mean to tell me you got a black billionaire? You think they're gonna get on some damn submarine and want to go see the goddamn Titanic? Hell no! Hell no! That thing been down there since nineteen fifteen, I think. Yeah, and let it stay down there. It ain't bothering it, nobody, right? I mean, whatever. What what is there to see? Man, I tell you one thing, Jules. In Vegas, I was there. I don't know. Well, you know, I go to Vegas a decent amount of times, but one of the, the the times I was in Vegas, the the hotel I was at, they had a um, an exhibit for the for the Titanic. They had some of the larger pieces of the wreckage. So you know oh, you okay. were able to go and take a look at it. You couldn't touch it or anything like that. Right. Brother, I saw that. That's all I needed. You was good. I was good. Okay. I, I mean now, now what they want to see they want to see that whole ship and all that. I'm like, okay, that's cool. I saw some wreckage. I'm good. I'm good. I can imagine. I can use my imagination, y'all. Yeah, I mean, they got stuff on uh, documentaries and and movies on, you know, showing the Titanic. I, I'm, I'm like, I'm like you, I'm good just watching it. Like, oh, okay. I mean, I'm never going to be like, I'm gonna like going to like on top of the ship or something like that and dance or something. So I'm like, what? I don't. I you know, well, teachers own. I mean, some some people get a kick out of that. I don't know, but I I, I damn sure like like you, prayers. I. If there's an exhibit like a you know a museum or something, they have to display some things like oh okay and got a little story behind it. All right, okay, I'm I'm good to go. Yeah, I checked it out. It was good. Yeah, I checked great. it out. It was it was it was something. Okay. And I'm and I kept it moving. <laughs> yeah, you kept it moving. All right, let's go over to this wax museum. We'll get something. Let's go in this buffet. <laughs> yeah. Let's go to the strip club real quick. Whatever the case may be. <laughs> <laughs> He tells some stripper, man, I checked out a wreckage from the Titanic. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's good, Daddy. <laughs> Speaking of wreckage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we. But you, but just, you know, one thing that I was like looking at this situation. Well, again, I'm 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 coming for rich people today. Uh oh. Okay. I'm sick of them, bro. I'm really sick of them, man. There's so much fucking greed and so much excess in this country. 
and and the thing is that everyday middle class people, they're sitting here and they don't even feel fulfilled in their own lives because they're looking at what these fucking fucks are out here doing. And I'll tell you, them people ain't happy. Mm. When you when you have to sit up here when you have all the money that them folks had. And you got to sit up here and do some experimental shit that you don't know how this shit's going to end up. They have to sign all type of waivers and shit. If you go put a waiver in front of me and I got to basically sign something said that I'm they're not liable if I die. I'm Mm-mm. thinking twice about getting my ass in there. Mm-mm. These people that are flying to the fucking out in space and shit doing all that stuff. Stop doing that shit, y'all. Again, right. Those are one of the things like, again, what are we... What what we doing? Like so, you go up in the air and you, you go up out of space and say, "Oh man, I can see the Earth from a from out of space," or I can look at out of space. I don't, I, mean, I don't know. I can pull it up on TV for that. I don't know. Uh, and and it's the thing when they go up there, all they doing is going up and coming right back down. Right, because I heard the thing don't even take. I think it take twenty minutes or something like that. Yeah, that's what they said. Yep. Yeah. And you know what? Ain't it a bitch that you got these people on here that's rich out of out of their fucking minds, all kinds of money, and then we spending millions of dollars to try to find these fucking people. They taxpayer money. Mm. Okay. Think about that for a second, y'all. We out here searching for millionaires and billionaires, but all this technology, all these man hours, and people probably not getting sleep, working around the clock to find these fucking entitled, privileged ass fucking people. Meanwhile. You got those migrants over there. Ain't nobody said a peep about them. They dying and shit. Nobody fucking go see those about those people. But we got all these people going to look for these five people. And they probably had died days before. Dude, they the story was they lost communication like an hour or something into their mission. See? I, they was probably gone then. And that was Sunday. Let me ask you a question, Jules, because that's a fair point. Remember earlier in the week, people were talking about they were hearing banging sounds, and people thought, oh, that's them. They're trying to they're trying to get you know communication to us. So okay, right. if this thing imploded within an hour, like which is probably what happened, what the hell was that banging sound that people was hearing down there? I or maybe it was to give hope. You know, sometimes the you know the media or you know, the person in charge want to kind of don't want to send the, the world or upset the family or whatever the case may be in a frenzy. So they probably just, you know, just they want confirmation and they didn't. So maybe they said, you know, put a, put a little thing out saying they heard some noises, a SOS or whatever the case may be. And, you know, just to give the American people and probably their families hope. That's my uh, thing. My, what the hell's going on in that I, ocean? Here's the thing. I don't even think it was a banging sound. I, you know, I, somebody could have made that up. Because how would you, if you lose communication within a, how, how, how can you hear a banging sound? And that's and that's my point. Because they said one of the military people said they heard banging sounds, and I'm sitting up here like, well, if they heard banging sounds, how could they hear that damn thing imploding? Right. So we'll know what's true. We'll know what's true or not. We'll, we'll know, know if it's true. true or not. Right. Yeah. And my, and my thing again. We got all this money and technology. If Jules is telling you, which is what I, I read as well, within an hour, they lost communication. 
we don't have stuff out there just in general, not because we're looking for some idiots that decide they want to go see Titanic wreckage, but just in general, we don't have technology that if something is blowing up in the sea, in the ocean, we don't we don't know about it. That, 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 that brought up a bigger question for me. Look, I, I find that hard to believe. Press, I, I believe they knew as, as so soon you as think they, they knew all along. I, I think they knew it alone. Like you said, we get too much tech. The, the technology out we have now, I'm pretty sure they, they already knew. I mean, because they got stuff, robots you can drop down there. They can, you know, you know, ride the surface down there, you know, just uh, a remote control. I, I, you know, sonars and, uh, dude, I, I believe. I, I'm just saying for myself, I believe they probably knew right then and there. Sunday, uh, when they went down there, they blew. They 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 believed they uh, they was gone. Um, Sunday when they went down there. Well, if that's the case, then they should have went and looked for them people that was the, the, the migrants that was missing over there in Greece. Because I thought there's like hundreds of people that that died or whatever that went missing. And that's that's another thing too. You know, the way things work in this world, the people that have money are the ones that people care about, and the ones that don't, it's like, well, fuck them. They ain't got nothing to do with us. Oh yeah. Well, and that's a terrible fucking message to people man there's a lot of people out here that don't have the resources of these people that was on that submarine right why are their lives more important than other people we should be about all lives if people want to sit up here and talk about how oh you guys talk about black lives matter all lives matter well act like it then because you seem you don't seem to fucking care about all of the lives matter it's all the lives that fucking could do benefit for you the ones that you seem to care about mm-hmm. and it, it is bullshit I'm sorry, but if we gonna sit up here and use all this man time all over the news, Jules, all week long, CNN, all them fucking media outlets, these five people, and people talking about how much oxygen do they have left in there, and this and that, and blah, 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 and they got all these oxygen meters, and I'm sitting up here like, first of all, I don't even want to think about that shit. That sounds, sounds horrible, and I hope that that thing blew up and they weren't just sitting in that tank just waiting to suffocate. This is an awful way for anybody to go. Oh, man, this... Uh... It's a suffering. I, I mean, bro. Man. It was quick, man. Because I, I, like I say, as soon as they went down there, that, it, it was over. It was over. I don't know what they was thinking about. Two miles. Just think of two miles. Just think of walking two and a half miles. Good, right. Yeah. Just think. And mm-hmm. you going under, you going you're descending you're going underneath water two miles the pressure the pressure yes ah yes they they went out Whoo, bro i, I don't wish that no on no on no my worst enemy man because you know what the imploding that now but i i'll tell you one thing jules that Ocean Gate, they're gonna probably get off like fat cats because all those people signed them waivers. Right. Right. And that's fucked up for these families, man, because you have, and this is one thing, man, Jules. I kind of total line on my personal endeavors, things that are passionate and important to me. Uh-huh. But sometimes you gotta look at, hey man, some of the decisions that I'm out here making, they impact other people. And that's why I don't feel sorry for these people that were on there because these men chose to do this and they have families. Right, right. 
And that's why everybody's criticizing the CEO son because he out here going to concerts and living his best life. And I'm like, well, what you want him to do? You want him to crawl up in the, in the shell? His dad made that decision. And everybody yeah. copes differently. But I ain't going to sit up here and knock him because he wanted to go to a concert to see his favorite band while they looking for his dad. Hey, we don't know their relationship. That's for them. That's for him to figure that well, out. They got nothing yeah, to do with me. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. He, he probably was no good turn. Or he probably thought his, his old man was cool. You know, like you said, they had the, the narrative going like, oh, we're still looking. As long as you're saying we're still looking, there's hope. People are like, okay, there's hope. They're still out there. It's like the SS Metal of Gilligan's Island for people who, you know, don't know about <laughs> So, I mean. You, you, you went back in the crates for that one. I mean, it's one of them type things. That's why I'm saying somebody can always spin a narrative like, yeah, we heard noises. Yeah, we heard this. There's a a, a signal on, on the on the sonar. Yeah, we get visual or some shit like that. You know, so, and then, then you have the, the public perception like, okay, okay, like you're saying, like, okay, they got so, so much amount hours of oxygen left. Oh, we got to hurry up. We got to find it. But for the realists, for people, when I heard about this story, I said, oh, they gone. I said, they gone. And I prayed that they wasn't. But I'm like, the chances in that thing, in that contraction, I saw that. Stuff. I'm like, no. Nah. And you know what, Jules? They had two successful trips with that thing. And I was like sitting there thinking like, that thing was on borrowed time. It was on borrowed fucking time. Because uh -huh. they even said that they was only going to be able to do it once this year because they said because of poor weather conditions. Okay. And I'm sitting here thinking to myself, when you fuck around with the ocean, and that's why I was asking about the banging sounds, because there's a lot about the ocean that we don't know about, man. There's a lot of things that happen down there that we don't know. So sometimes, man, people just got to leave things alone. So that's the thing. You get these people that are rich, and they get curious. And that's the worst fucking combination. A curious motherfucker with got some money. And that's why fucking greed is dangerous, y'all. It is dangerous yeah. and deadly. Yeah, and de yeah, that's, 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 that's what we were just talking about, and deadly. Well, man, Jules, this listener letter this week comes over from Reginald. Reginald lives in St. Louis, 34 years old, and he says, for the past few months, I've been messing with my best friend's younger sister. Mm. Mm -hmm. When I went away to college back in the day, I lost contact with her until we reconnected earlier in the year at her brother's birthday party. She said, he said, I hadn't seen her since she was a young teen, and my oh my, has time been good to her. He said, I happen to be 11 years older than her, but we're all grown now, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. I feel conflicted that we are currently sneaking around with one another behind her, my boy's back. He said, fellas, what is the best way for us to let our brother know that we've been dating? He said, my concern is he's going to think I've been sniffing around his sister this whole time, which I hadn't. He said, I don't want this to affect our friendship. However, my girl is afraid for her brother to find out and thinks that he's not going to take it well. Fellas, what say you? Well, I, well Reggie, I would have I would come at him just like you, you, you wrote in that letter. Uh, you guys go out. I, I say, listen, you guys go out, all three of you, go out there and just lay it all out on the line. I wouldn't even sugarcoat it. I wouldn't hide it. I'll just let it know. Wasn't malicious. Wasn't, you know trying to, to hurt you or undermine or or betray anything you got together you guys got together because y'all like each other and 
you know, I just just be direct about it. You know, you, you don't want to keep doing this no more because you want to come clean. Y'all want to be together, but y'all want to hide anymore. Y'all want to hide this from him. So I'll come straight, straight into straight and direct to the point with it. I mean, I mean, Perez, he, that's that's the best friend and, and the girl's brother. You know, what's he gonna do? He might be a little, he might be upset at first, but eventually he'll come, he'll come around. All right, so I, I just got to ask you a question, Jules. Now let's let's play a little hypothetical game. I'm not gonna put myself in the in the, in the, in the fray, but let's say, for instance, you had a sister, and let's just say your monster. Let's say monster and your sister somehow started to see one another, mm -hmm. and they didn't tell you for a little while. Mm -hmm. Are your feelings hurt about that, or when they finally come around to tell you, are you more like? Oh, okay, it's cool. He's mm -hmm. gonna he's gonna have some weight. He's gonna have a feeling about it, but eventually it's gonna it's gonna pass. He's gonna be like, all right, you know, what the hell I'm gonna do? You know what I'm saying? I mean, for for me, I can speak for myself, you know. I'll be upset about it. I'll be like, man, what the hell? I'll be like more like, man, you couldn't come tell me from you know from the get-go? Like you gotta hide this from me, and you know, baby sis, like, what's up? You know, but then after a while, as time heals all wounds, and then it's gonna be like, hey, well, you know. As long as you guys are good to each other, like bro, you you know her. You know what I'm saying? One of them type things. So yeah, I'm be I'm be a little upset for a while. I'm be, you know, but you know, and then afterwards I'm like, all right, you know, I'll move on from it. So Jules, I, I when I looked at this whole thing, when I looked at it, I was like, Reggie, man, you talking about something you weren't checking for her. I don't know, I gotta call bullshit on you, man. Like you talking about some. You know, time has been good to her and all this other kind of stuff. If if I'm the brother, I'll be like, you've known her since she was a little kid, though. See, that's the part that don't sit right with me. You know, like, I could see, like, if, I don't know, like, if somebody that, that, that I recently became, like, cool with and they know my sister as a grown woman, right. and if something happened, I could kind of live with it a little bit better. Just like, man, you knew her when she was like 12 or 13 years old, and now you having a situation with her? I don't mm -hmm. know, man. Not my business, obviously, because, you know, two grown people do what right. they do. Mm -hmm. But I probably would feel away. Probably feel away. Oh, yeah, most definitely. But then, uh, what, let me ask you. Later on, how, how would you feel? Is there one thing you can, can control? And it's like... Well, It'd it be out of my control, but I right. would look at them sideways, though. I'd look mm -hmm. at them sideways. Because then I'd be like, because, okay. I was going to get real on this podcast, y'all. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Sometimes you know your boys. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you do. You do. And depending which boy it is, so right. Reggie, I don't know which friend you, where, now, where you fall in the, in the dude, pantheon of friends. That's a good point. Now, that's a good point. Now, if you, that's like, that's like the goat for us. Hell no, no. You're, exactly, exactly. That's like the goat for us. Mess with your sister. I'm like, wait a minute, hold on, uh-uh, uh-uh, no, 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 no. No, I know I'm 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 seeing red right there. So especially if you're sneaking around this shit too, because right. you know whatever time frame they tell you how long it's been going on, it's been longer than that. Right. That's yeah. So that's a that's uh that's you bring up a good point. It all depends what type of friend. Now, if this is a friend that okay, he got his head on straight, he ain't about that life. All right, cool. We all right, we good. But yeah, if you got somebody, you got one of the friends that's you know, you know, out there, out there living, you know. Uh, getting his uh, uh 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 doing his thing, then you're like, wait a minute, wait a minute, no no no, 
like him really no nah, there's so many there's so many other people out you know out there other guys out there so yeah that's a good point for us yeah so like i said I, i'm not feeling that if it's one of those situations where somebody that you don't see him doing dirty shit to other people and you're like nah you ain't about to do that shit to my sisters i know how you roll so i guess to answer reginald's questions because you know reginald i kind of uh-huh. came for you my bad so uh-huh. Jules's point just Rip the bandaid off. Had a conversation. Be a man about yeah. it, right? Uh-huh. You know, you made this situation. You made your bed. Now, you know what I'm saying? Deal with the consequences. But just know, he probably ain't going to be greeting y'all with open arms about the situation. Like Jules said, he going to probably have feelings about it. I got feelings about it. Ain't even my sister. I don't even know you, and I'm over here, like, uncomfortable about the shit. But I think when you have these type of situations, you just have to make sure that you're doing everything in your power to be open, honest with every party that's involved, even with that little sister. If you kind of find that, hey, man, this might be more of a, you know, just like a sexual thing, and, you know, I'm not really feeling it like that, let her know, man. Don't be sitting up here hurting people. You know what I'm saying? Just right. be honest. Be mm-hmm. honest with everybody. That's what I would say. But just have a conversation. He going to feel whatever kind of way he feel about it, but y'all grown, y'all adults. But just, just tell him. Because like Jules said, the longer y'all go, it ain't going to change anything. Right. So yeah, I mean that one. As far as I'm concerned, I think that was pretty, pretty self-explanatory. I had a conversation. Yeah. Be honest, mm-hmm. but not just with him, but be honest with her. Shit, let her know what, what you see. If you if you feeling her, feeling her, cool. If it's just some some play thing, then I think that needs to be discussed as well. Right. You don't want her thinking it's something that it's not. No, no. And then, like you said, then that that's then that's another issue. Then that's another issue. You messing around with her, then that potentially could mess up that relationship and also with his boy too. So. Yeah. Cause you don't want to kill two relationships. I mean, okay. Now you're pissed off the, the, you know, the sister Now you're pissed off the brother. I don't know if you got relationships with other people in the family, like mom and dad. So it's like, you don't want to do all that, man. Like hurting somebody's kids. Right. So it's like, I don't know. That's why for me personally, I wouldn't do it. I'm like, man, there's so many people out here in this world. Like, why you gotta, why you gotta yeah. do that with his sister? I got you. Mm-hmm. That's a no fly zone for Prince. Yeah, yeah, I, I I agree. I agree. Yeah, I may joke around about sister in law, but them all jokes. <laughs> I don't want no problems. I don't want Jules over here putting his hands on me. You know what I'm saying? So I ain't got no problems now. I don't want no, I don't want no problems. Oh, man. Oh, Reggie. But just talk to him, Reggie. Y'all yeah, be good. That's all. That's all. Y'all be good. I feel like honesty, man, is always just the, the best way to, to handle these type of situations. And your boy, at the end of the day, deep down inside, he'll appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? If it happened to me, deep down inside, I appreciate it. I may not be happy about it, but I'll be like, hey, but at least you came to me about it. You know, at, right. least, you, at least you hollered at me. You know right. what I mean? So that's that part. Jules, one of our listeners, they were like, we want you guys to weigh in on this Conor McGregor situation. Mm. Okay. Man, he's got two situations. Man, all Connor, on the same night. Connor was doing some dope or something. Oh, he always, he always be loaded on fucking coke, <laughs> allegedly. Oh, okay. But he had the daily double yeah. <laughs> during the fucking NBA yeah. finals in Miami, bro. First of all, Jules, the hell was he doing with that mascot? Like, I understand it was a skin. But Connor, man, you were doing too much, bro. That cocaine must have felt good to him because... He hit him the first time, and I was like, okay, you hit him high, so fine. I know the guy's head's not there. But however, the guy still 
fell down backwards and hit his head, and then Connor hits him a second time. I'm like, I, Connor, relax. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I agree. Chris, I saw the video, and I'm like, Connor, do you know, it's a skit. You ain't got to connect. You know what I'm saying? That dude connected for real. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Twice. And the, and the second one, when the guy was on the ground, um, when he punched him, dude, that you see the costume hit the nose, like bent in. I'm like, he was hurt for real. And did you see how the costume jumped when he fucking went down and hit him direct? Yeah. yeah. And you could tell the first one was a part of the skit. The second one, that's when they went and ran and grabbed Carter. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> they ran in. That dude was, that dude thought he was an octagon, man. Well, I mean, that's probably the only fucking fight this guy's going to win in the octagon, but. Damn. I mean, am I, am I lying? Shit. When the last time Carter won a fight? Yeah, it's been a minute. Yeah, I'll wait. My boy Poirier fucking lit his ass up a couple times. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I can't. Damn, that's a good question. I'm trying to think. Yeah, you remember what Khabib did to him? Oh, Khabib trashed him. Ooh. He trashed him and his manager and his trainer. I don't oh, know yeah, what Khabib, his boy hey, hey, Khabib <laughs> that's, that's who, That dude was coming for him all, man. Khabib wanted all the smoke, didn't he? Yeah. He wanted, he wanted it all. Yeah, but I can't. Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, yeah, with with this man, Connor just, I, yeah, doing too much, doing too much, bro. You hit him. You knocked down the first time. You got the second. You're trying to promote his uh pain relief thing. Uh, okay, cool. But that second hit was. Well, I mean, the first one was a was a was good one too. I, I'm like, mm -hmm. you know, but then the second was like, bro, what you doing? Right. Because the first one, you could tell when he, like I said, when he punched a high, you know, he wasn't aiming direct to the guy's face. Right. But the guy, from just because it's a professional fucking fighter, it knocked his ass down. Right. And I'm sorry, but that costume ain't going to, it's not going to cushion the blow of you falling directly on the back of your head. I'm sure the guy probably had a concussion. Yeah, he went to the, the uh, mercy. He uh, went to the hospital and got got checked up and got some pain, <laughs> some pain medicine. Jeez, do you think he gonna sue Connor? Yeah, 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 yeah. I would. Yeah, I I would. That would have been my last day as a mascot. Nothing damn. Yeah. Um. According to Connor, I'm not sure, but according to Connor, they said they talked and they good. So maybe they already reached a deal or something like that. Not sure. But for something like that, oh, man, bro. Bro, that's the easy one. You got lawyers looking at that like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we can get, yeah. They're like, run me that money. Right. <laughs> run me that money. <laughs> right. It's all on. I mean, because them, them hits were, those are actual hits, dude. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, he unloaded on this dude. And. And it's that second one that I think is the one that they'll look at. Like, that was unnecessary. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's but like, you would, bro, bro, man, you, you, you're just doing too much, man. Just, if you have a skip, man, you, I mean, you you know how to hold you. You know how to pull your punches, man. What? Oh, shit. 
Well, you know how to, Jules. If you're an amateur mm-hmm. guy yeah. that goes in the spars. You know how not to, mm-hmm. you know, oh, do yeah. extra. Because I, uh-huh. I tell you one time, when I used to get in the gym, and sometimes people slip punches, and it'll piss you off. Kind of slip some punches, man. That, shit, yeah. that was bullshit. That was bullshit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, he knew what he was doing. He was yeah. trying to be cute about it. And I hope that guy sues the shit out. Because if that had been me, bro, Jules, I ain't going to lie to you. They would have had to take me out on the stretcher. I would have been down there convulsing. I'd have been doing all kinds of shit. They couldn't see me inside that mascot costume. I'd have been shaking and shit involuntarily. Oh, I would have <laughs> milked the fuck out of that. <laughs> They're gonna be like, oh my god, oh my god. What happened to this mascot? Oh my god, he's having a seizure. Man, and you got and you can play off the public, the people that the, the fans oh, in the stands, yeah. the kids and stuff. It traumatized yeah. the kids. Bernie is out, man. They They've like, been booing him like, what did he do to Bernie? Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude. Like, dude, imagine if you'd have done that shit to Benny the Bull. People would have hated you, Carter. Oh, yeah. Benny the Bull is loved in this town. Yeah. Man. Yeah, the Benny? They're going to be like, he, man, he, people probably run out on the um, court for that. Shit, Carter would have made it out of the city, man. Them goons would have had a hit out of him. Like, you know, you don't do that to Benny, bro. The boys would have had to holler at him real quick. But you would think, okay, fine. Connor, you're an idiot. You did that dumb shit. At that point, if I'm Connor, I'm going home, right? All right, I made a fool of myself. I'm out of here. Nope, he stays, doubles down, finds some lady, mm. hang out with said lady. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he let the lady in the restroom or his security people brought the lady in the restroom, but allegedly, right. him and his lady are in a restroom together, and Connor tries to force himself on her, tries to force head. Said he couldn't get himself up. He's getting mad. He's spitting on her, spitting on himself. Just a horrible situation all the way around. Now, Connor and his people are saying, oh, she's trying to extort us. Now, Jules, I'm going to ask you. I'm one of those type of people that I need proof before I start having an opinion about situations. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I saw Connor leading this woman into the restroom. We don't know what happened after that. That's where DNA, that's where the investigation and the rape kit and all that type of stuff, where it comes in. Now, this woman, Jules, she provided law enforcement with her entire outfit from that night. Right. So my whole thing is, all right, if she done that, she ain't got nothing to hide. She said his DNA is all over the outfit. Whatever that means. Ooh. Okay. But see, then, but the story is, was it consensual or is it because since Connor is a, a, you know, is a rich dude, she's trying to uh, extort money from him? Now, that's, that's the question. And see, that's what people are trying to say because they're right. saying that Connor, I guess, offered her like a hundred thousand dollars, like, and I think she declined it, mm. and she went public. So I feel okay. like maybe he must have tried to try to preempt it by like, hey, you know, say let's just did this whole thing and it, it never right. happened, and I don't think she was with it. Damn. Yeah, because that's a, you know it's what I heard too, Prez, with far as him trying to offer some. Uh, offer some money but she didn't and also that she texted the uh, the report said that she also texted the security and was like you know what's up with your guy or something like that that I read I mean she she, she got evidence so it's not looking it, I, well I'll tell you one thing it's not looking good for Connor and you know another thing too Jules these okay. weren't just his security guards 
D was the Miami Heat. Security Miami guard, Heat so the right. NBA's got an issue on their hands, too. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, bro. Ooh-wee. Just like the last one with 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 uh with Bernie suing but you know potentially could you know suing um Connor. This lady here can sue Connor and the Miami Heat. And the NBA. And NBA. Oh my God. Of course she's gonna turn on that hundred. She like I can get millions. <laughs> right. She go right. She gonna they're gonna settle for millions. Mark my word. Because she's going all the way. When soon when you supply when you get at that that your clothing and you go get examination DNA kit, oh, that's forensics, and doctor's gonna examine you know any breakage, any you know DNA, whatever saliva, whatever the case may be. we yeah, Connor man. Sometimes no means a lot of times no means no man. It always <laughs> it always means no no means no, bro. And you know what too, I, I heard. She went to the, the Miami Police Department and they blew her off. Um, she mm. tried to report it, and the detective that she worked with, he basically talked her out of the final report and walked her out of the building. Oh, so that's a nut. God damn. The detective told her to hire an attorney. Oh, okay. oh. He said, if you uh, file this today, it's going to go viral. Uh, okay. Uh... Yeah, they still be on the hook. They still might be on the hook because they ain't take action though. And they that's my gonna... whole thing. It's like, who cares if it goes viral, dude? Right. Do your fucking right. job. Right. I mean, because if he would have took took the statement, and did a report, then okay. But he didn't take the he didn't take her statement or did a report, and they're gonna be on they're gonna be on the hook too. Did you know what I feel like with him, by him telling that to her? It was probably like it scared her, right? She's like, "Oh shit, you know, I don't want all this attention." But that ain't good for an investigation when that type of stuff comes out. Mm -hmm. I mean, it has to because when she got when she when she go to the hospital to do a or, uh, a kit like that, it has to be filed. I mean, I mean, well, in court, that's how we do it. That's how we handle it. I don't know how they do it in, in Miami, right? When somebody goes to the hospital, claim that been some been sexually assaulted or raped, yeah, it has to be a, a report. An investigation has to be conducted. So, yeah, I, hmm, hmm, interesting, interesting. I'm keep a keep a keep a listen out for this one because I'm curious on how they how this gonna go go how this gonna go down. And if you look at the videos, you can see that there was some dialogue between Connor. And the young lady. So there was definitely some communication between the two of them before the bathroom incident. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. This is my thing. Connor, whatever your situation at home is, got nothing to do with me. But I feel like people got to put themselves in better situations. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to go off out of public eye as a celebrity where there's no camera around. Because anybody can say anything, Jules. Right. We gonna be out in the open the whole time. I'm not dipping off in no bathroom with you. I ain't doing none of that. See, Carlos trying to get his dick wet. That's all that shit came down to. Yes. Yeah. Hey man, dude, you Conor McGregor. You Conor McGregor. Anything or you know. 
whatever celebrity or musician, artist, actually, whatever the case may be, you're known. You know, you're just down there in halftime knocking out Birdie. So you're saying you got to move. You know what, Prez? I was watching, I was watching the interview with uh Michael Jordan. It was an old interview. I don't know how it came up. It just came up one of my, my little things. And he said, he listened to his, he said his mother told him something that he always stick with him. And we talking about Michael Jordan. Now he was in, in the news for some things, gambling or whatever the case may be. For the most part, Mike had been, been okay. You know what I'm saying? And all she told him was always keep your nose clean. I mean, people in the, in, you know, who have this, this, this platform and these statuses and that go for, you know, regular, you know, working people, you know, average Joes or whatever. I mean, just keep your nose clean. I, I, you know, you had a, you had an event and you run in the bathroom with, you know, bring somebody in the bathroom. So somebody run in the bathroom with you or whatever, you know, allegating this and that you, you still got to, you got to clear your name. So with this right here, this thing is huge because now we get, you know, you get the Miami police didn't want to file any, any uh, pursuit, they, you know, do a report. You got the security of uh, of the Miami Heat. You got the NBA and then you got Conor McGregor. Man, this 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 thing, it went spiral way out of control. It did because I guess she even said to Jules that she thought she was going back to the hotel room. So the whole bathroom thing, I think that just probably totally caught her off guard. Like, what are we doing? Connor had other ideas. He's like, nah, you ain't coming back to the room. No, he's, he said his wife. We're going to handle this right here. All right, he said his wife is at home with him. Well, I don't think that she was in Miami. Now, no, no I'm there, just playing. Right. But she flew there after the fact, though, you know, to be yeah. with my father's death. <sighs> and and then that, that shit, and after all right. that news came out, she right there by his son. She kind of got him, he got him a real one, man. Some yeah. women, they be like, I ain't going to be by your side after right. all that. Unless she I, just did it for a photo op and for the Instagram, and then behind closed doors, she like, fuck you, motherfucker. Well, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure there was a, there was some 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 loose. You got a lot, of, you know. You got a lot you of explaining, explaining to do. To do. <laughs> you got some explaining to do, you know. But you know, you know, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see what happens. But that's that's another headache when you get your lady in your ear. You don't want that. No, you don't want that. Well, Jules, obviously, last week we we celebrated Juneteenth across the, the country. Okay. Some places. We're giving a day off as this is a federal holiday. Mm -hmm. But some companies like the one I worked for, we were working. Yeah, I was out there. And I guess I just wish that I understood why this holiday is treated differently than some of the other holidays. And why is it that some of the people out here, Jules, seem to kind of talk down a little bit on Juneteenth? You know, Prez, yeah. It's just haters, man. It's just haters. I, I, unfortunately, you got a lot of people. You got people out here that don't really uh, look at Juneteenth as a national holiday because it's not, it doesn't really benefit or suits them. They have no, they have no skin in the game when it comes to this because it's like, all right, eighteen, okay, eighteen sixty-five. Uh, 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 you know, 
people in Gaveston, Texas get get wind of, hey, you know what? Slavery been over two, two years ago. You know, so the origin and the history behind it, you know, some people can't, they can't relate to it. And they don't see the, you know, the significance with them with this holiday. You know, that also probably also with, you know, it's a black, you know, it's a black holiday for black people. And just, 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 just being hateful. I mean, just being hateful. I mean, if you, if you look at it, uh, uh, Columbus or Thanksgiving or Easter or it's a significant in, in all of it. But, you know, so, and we're not like, I'm not Italian, but we celebrate Columbus, or, you know. Uh, talk to um, um, there's, there's, there's different uh, religious people, you know, even though there's, there's Easter. People still celebrate Easter. I mean, we're all different. We, you know, we're all different in, in this in this world. That's what makes us beautiful and unique. And certain certain things uh, happen, and we celebrate on different demographics of people. We all celebrate because it's, it's 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 more. If you look at the bigger picture of 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 let's say Columbus coming here to, to you know that we know this this story is just is tainted but I'm just giving you what you know what they put out there you know Columbus bringing you know it, it, the Italian culture and stuff into America and into you know and, you know combining the two or whatever but people also can uh, benefit from that you know well, we're looking but Columbus, at but Columbus also raped pillage and it, well stole. yeah well yeah but, they, but, you know. But, but, but hear me out, though. They don't want to talk about that part. Right. They still want to celebrate his legacy. They're still right. upset when the statue got taken down. But we have people here that thought that they were enslaved. Mm -hmm. exactly. That were free. Right. And they expect on the 4th of July for us not to feel some kind of way when we weren't free at that time. So that's the thing. One of the things that Jules and I, we talk about on the show is the fact that many of us we don't understand our history. We don't understand where we came from because when we were going to school, we were taught history from a European right. viewpoint. Right, right. Now, the playing field is being leveled where we're trying to educate people. We're trying to make sure the people that are coming down the pipeline now understand what really went on in history. Mm -hmm. Not these narratives, but the truth. See, this is the thing. People want to talk about how they want the truth and they want people to be truthful, but they don't really want the truth because when the truth comes out, then it's like they start feeling guilty. And, and this is one thing, Jules, why I, I, I had a conversation just this past week about it. I told someone, look, slavery is a stain on the society. It happened. Stop trying to sweep it under the rug. Right. Nobody's blaming you for what happened. But uh -huh. goddammit, stop trying to get people to stop talking about the shit. Because for the longest time, black people were just told to turn down the cheek, to put their head down and keep striving to sing Negro spirituals. And no, man, it, it's, it's over for that, man. Mm -hmm. See, now people need to have these conversations. Because so long, Jules, we were quiet. We were meek. We were meager. See, those days are gone. And you see, that's why people are uncomfortable now because they're like, oh, now it's this and it's woke and this and that. And, and, and I've talked about this on this show before and I had to check somebody on that. Don't use that word woke to me because y'all, when white people took that word and turned it into like the new N-word, that word meant something different 
to black people. But with anything, they take everything. You can't have anything with these motherfuckers. They take it all. They try to steal our culture now. Uh-huh. How many times these motherfuckers sit over here? They don't like us, but they won't listen to our music. They want to fucking wear our Jordans. They want they want to do everything that we do. No, I said Paul Booty said it best. <laughs> what did he say? <laughs> Remember a day he said no, nobody wanna be a nigga, but everybody wanna be a nigga. Right? See? <laughs> See? <laughs> but my point of saying all that is just respect our culture too. That's it. It's not like it's putting you out that one month a year people want to talk about the contributions that black people made in this country. Because there are many. Right. As right. you and I always talk about, Jules, we built this goddamn country. Mm-hmm. So y'all don't want to talk about that part. We built it for free, and we got nothing out of it. We didn't get the generational wealth, Jules. All we got was the decades and decades and decades of being discriminated against, treated less than. So somebody got a, a problem that we get a, a holiday. This is the same thing that happened to Dr. Martin Luther King, Jules. Now, the government, in 1983, I think it was, it was a long, long time ago, uh-huh. that's when they made it a federal holiday. Right. It took almost two decades for it to be an official holiday in all 50 states. Why is that? Well, we know why. Dude changed, you know, that civil rights movement changed the dynamics of the, uh, 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 you know, as far as, as far as black people being totally free, you know, in, in, in a way where where you do in the Jim Crow era where there's everything was segregated with black and white. Well, that, that changed. And that changed under Dr. Dr. King's watch. And there's people who didn't like, I mean, to be honest, there's people who didn't like it. And so some of the, I would probably say, guess some of the Southern states definitely didn't like it and and i want to say um arkansas i think arkansas was probably the last to pass it i i want to say i will think if i can remember um but there's but it's it's because colors because of prejudice and 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 people being racist and and the reason why i don't want to acknowledge this or what this man and 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 also what others have done and and uh shed their blood and, and give them life so that all of us can can be free and all of us can go into the bathrooms and and, and eat in restaurants and you know so we don't have the segregation so we can be united you know as as one people of one 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 color or whatever the case may be so but there's always evil there's always you do do have evil in this world and evil people and and they don't want to see that they don't want to see unification or beauty or understand different cultures and and different ethnicity and demographics of people. So that's that's why we had this stuff. People people don't want to. Uh, well, they don't want to have uh, uh, Juneteenth. Oh, Juneteenth is such a such a crazy name for a holiday. And you know, yeah, but you know, you gotta look at the the, the reason why we having Juneteenth. And let's be honest, we've been having Juneteenth for a long time. It's just really starting to get popular these past couple these past couple of years. So yeah, with education, right? Right, with education, yeah. So it's nothing new, but now it's just getting more, more, and more uh, uh, with education, also the press and bringing it to forefront into the light. Like, well, you know, I mean, because you got to look at it, over two hundred something thousand slaves were still thinking they was enslaved in '65 when uh, supposedly the the with with the the freedom of, of after the Civil War and the Emancipation Proclamation and all that stuff. 
and 63 is supposed to be free all the slaves. But it, it was still two years down the road. It was still like, no, no, no. You know, they still thought they was in, enslaved. So, I mean, you, you got to look at it. Like, like you had 400 years of, of this, 300 something, something years of, of people being brought from another country to be, to be slaves. And then you have to wait, just think, just wait, 300 something years to be free. I, you know what I'm saying? If you turn, if you really listen, look at it, 300 some years for a, for a people, for people to be sleep, to be free in a, in a world that wasn't, that's not your, that was built off, off immigrants. Let's be honest. Right. It was, they were, you know what I'm saying? America is, is, is nothing but immigrants that came together. That's why we have to look at this in, in a collective way. We all different. You got people from Asia, you got people from Saudi Arabia, you got people from Africa, you got people from South America and, and all the other places and come here. What nation of immigrants? Ireland, Scotland. Yeah, right. So, but you don't see us th thumbing our uh, nose up to Columbus or, or Thanksgiving or Christmas or Easter. Well, I thought my nose up at Columbus. Oh, uh, well, I mean, right, right, you know. But uh, to the point that you right. made, though, you're not Irish. You don't right. sit up here so, and look at St. Patrick's Day and talk right. shit. Yeah. Uh, okay, you know, I, I I won't have no, you know, kiss me on my Irish button, but hey, okay. <laughs> you know, and but you know what though, Brad? What with my with my last name, I could be. Who knows? Mine too. <laughs> right. Which is Irish. <laughs> so but, but that's also a deeper thing. Don't think yeah, about that. Yeah. African American family here. Why we got a last name is Irish descent. Well, right. And we'll let y'all, we'll let the audience talk about that. And that's a that's a deeper conversation that people aren't willing to have. Mm -hmm. That's why that's a holiday. Exactly. And it's one day. Mm -hmm. And it's one day. Right. It's not hurting you. But see, people go out of their way to be extra. And oh, well, I don't get it. What's not to get? What's not right? What's not to get? Like I said, Jules, you and I, we were force-fed their history our mm -hmm. whole lives. Knew more about them than we knew about ourselves. All we were taught about ourselves, we were slaves. Then when you start to unravel history, and you get to see the contributions, the achievements, the accolades, all that we did, man, it's much more than just being slaves. Oh, man, bro. Bro. And we and we talk about those things on this show. Right. And it's not to preach, but it's just more so just to have a conversation and dialogue, man, where people can just try to understand. And it's the thing. I know there's people out here that are probably listening to the show and they're probably like, yeah, maybe I don't really necessarily get it. Well, that's where the education comes in. That's right. what me and Jules always say. If you don't understand something, then there's so many resources out here. Learn. Yeah. We should always be willing to learn. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was at a, um, unfortunately, I was at, I was at, I was working. And I was at the hospital. I was at UFC, University of Chicago uh, Hospital. And they had a Juneteenth Festival over there at the, uh, by uh, 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 DuSable Museum. I saw black people, but I also saw white. I saw Hispanic. You know, and that's beautiful to see. Because the Juneteenth is not just for black people. No. You know what I'm saying? Everybody should be celebrating. Everybody, right. 
And that's and that's what I was looking at. And those are the dreams. And that's why, you know, you bring up Dr. King. That's what that was his dream. And you see that. You see it. I'm, I'm looking over there. I see white, black, and Hispanic, and you know, you get some Asians and stuff. You know, people walking past saying happy Juneteenth Day and this and that. You know, it's a one brother walked past me, happy Ju Juneteenth, my brother. I said, okay, brother, all right. You know, it's a good feeling. It's a good feeling because it was a time we couldn't celebrate like that. No. You know what I'm saying? So, it, it, you know, for the ones who just, you know, let, let's, I mean, we're realists here. We understand there's there's some ugly people here. Mm -hmm. Some ugly people and just don't even want to get this. You know, well, you know, there's a special place for you. But for the ones who's on the fence, like, well, why is it just, like Perez said, do, 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 do a little investigate and do a little history, look up a little something, you know, read a little paragraph here and there. You, you, it, it, it doesn't take much. You know what I'm saying? You can look at this and you can just put yourself in them shoes like, oh, damn. Like, really? Like, okay. I see why we celebrate. That's like somebody saying, well, we, well and that's another topic we're probably being ahead where, where people say, well, we shouldn't have a Black History Month. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? I heard that. I know you heard that around. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's one thing. Should there be a Black History Month? I heard, I remember hearing Morgan Freeman say it shouldn't be. I mean, everybody have their own opinion. Everybody have their own opinion. You know, mm -hmm. and, and what I look at is it, it should it be a need for it if history wasn't whitewashed. Right. Mm -hmm. So because it was, that's why you have to have that. Because in, 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 in theory, history should be history. Right. But because people put all these narratives into it, they try to eliminate what really happened. They don't mm -hmm. want people to know the truth. That's why you got to have it. Right. So that's my answer to people to say that shit. Yeah. If it was up in front and it was like everything was out there, factual and truth and stuff. OK, you, you there's argument there. But when you obscure it and kind of downplay it and omit some things and it's like, damn, OK. Because like you said, Prez, we, woke, we we came up with thinking like, oh, oh, we was good for just picking cotton and sugar and, you know, just work. But we can't, you know, we contribute a lot to, to America, a lot to the other countries and 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 should be and should be recognized. It should be noticed. So. So. And I, and I want to give a shout out to Opal Lee. We, we've talked about her in the past on the show, but she's the godmother mm -hmm. of Juneteenth. I mean, this woman here walked 1,400 miles. She was almost 90 years old. Walked 1,400 miles from Fort Worth, Texas to Washington, D.C. to lobby for this to be a holiday. So if somebody want to sit here and ask me, why is it a holiday? It's because of people like Opal Lee. Because she said this deserves to be recognized. 90-year-old woman, Jules, walked she walked 1,400 miles. See, Ooh, my God. That is when, and I was going to tell you, that's that generation, bro. She lived through the Great Depression. She lived through World War II. She had seen a lot of shit. And those are those recipes that you and I always talk about with our elders. See, wow. They were different. Mm-hmm. Boy, they was built like, like brick house, boy. <laughs> Man, just think of 19, how many miles? Nineteen hundred. 1400. 1400. Yeah, that's you like can, going you, to, can, you can't you can't get cats to walk to the park to go celebrate something. This one will walk 1400 miles. You ain't kidding about that. 
1,400 miles. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, uh, man, dude. That, you know, that's one of the things that hey, we're going to do. Don't, it, 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 you know what? For the ones who, the wise holidays, there's nothing you can do about it. It's here. It's here to stay. And it's just going to get bigger and bigger each each and every year. Yeah, it's like, why, 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 why fight it? Just just try to understand. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's, there's a lot of things that are going on out here in this world right now. I can't say that I can actively sit here and tell you that I understand all the things that are going on. But I tell you what, I try my damnedest to try to understand. Mm-hmm. And I don't speak out of ignorance anymore. I, there was a time I did, Jules. I did. I will be the first to raise my hand. But, man, with, with age comes wisdom. And then mm-hmm. I always say this, Jules, when you're a man, dude, you don't have childish thoughts anymore. And that's the thing that a lot of people, we got to stop it with the childish thoughts and the trying to say stuff to get on people's skin. Grow up. Because mm-hmm. we know, Jules, like the people, they just do stuff to get a rise out of folks. Right. And then some people would say, y'all, we ignore that and ignore this and ignore that. Well, yeah, damn it. That's what our people did for years. And at a certain point, <laughs> the ignoring stuff kind of goes out the window. Yeah. As long as, and as long as I have <laughs> this platform with Jules, I'm going to do my damnedest to make sure that nobody's going to silence us anymore because to hell with you telling me to, to take the high road. We've been doing that shit for far too long. Fuck your high road. Pay us our reparations. Jules, going to hit him with that curtain call, bro. Perez, this curtain call goes out to the 1865 Coalition. The 1865 Coalition is a collaboration of community organizations, residents, stakeholders, educational institutions, elected officials, local businesses, and churches who collectively come together to host a three-day Juneteenth celebration in Garfield Park called the 1865 Fest. 1865 Coalition, Perez and I in Pulling Back the Curtain Podcast family. Salute you and appreciate all your hard work. Hey, Jules, thanks for that curtain call. Audience, as always, we appreciate your continued support of the platform. Without you, we wouldn't be. We're the Pulling Back the Curtain Podcast. Thanks for listening.